<laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser. Greatest podcast known to man, as voted by the philosopher Plato, who was an Olympic champion in pancration, which means he could beat the fuck out of you if you didn't agree with his philosophies, just like me. Look at this. Oh, hell yeah. Shout out to everyone who chose to tune in live right here on twitch.tv slash Ninja Lifestyle. We do this podcast every single Friday right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. It's 4.04, which means we're 34 minutes late. Shout out to iBookBoy, Cam702, Guy, just Alpi, Eclic Penner, OG Cybermaniac, Sully Drop, O Grizzly, Piggy Malone, Cam702, Guy, just Alpi, Griff, Sully, Piggy, Keith, O Grizzly. I appreciate you guys tuning in. It might be a short podcast. It might be a long podcast. But after the podcast, I'm going to eat some ribs. And they're not going to be long ribs. They're going to be short ribs going to a barbecue shortly after the podcast ends. Now, let's talk about New Year's resolutions. I talked a lot about hanging out with my friends more, working out more, all the typical stuff, you know, to bring more joy to my life. But one of the unspoken things that I decided for myself at the beginning of the year was wouldn't it be nice if I could go an entire year without shitting my pants? Well, we made it 39 days. 39 days into the new year, shit my pants already. I was sitting right here in this very chair. I was watching twitch.tv. I was watching a Brazilian Mario player trying to learn Portuguese. Thought I let out a little bit of a toot, a little, a little eat. But no, it was not an E, it was a... And I said, oh! Uh, you know, that's... I don't know why that's the natural reaction for when you shit yourself. Just sit up a little bit. I'm like, oh, oh, Lord Stanley! I got up just, just a little bit. I said, oh, shit. I said, oh, please let me get to the bathroom in time for the actual doo-doo to not touch my boxers. Thank you. Amen. I go in there... Too late. It was too late. <laughs> it was too late. You know, I finished the rest of the shit, which of course was like an aerosol texture. It was no normal poop. Okay, I think a lot of you guys might not understand what it's like to shit your pants. You're never shitting out a giant log, okay? It's always some off-color, off-colored mist coming out of your butthole. Some otherworldly texture. Some type of thin, like, like helix of DNA thinly slipping out of your butt. There's no logs. No one's shitting their pants with a whole big old log. Also, wipe, the, the old wipe, wipe action, bright yellow neon. I googled it. It means I'm having some sort of, like, l shut down in my belly. Whatever, okay? Listen, listen, uh, WebMD. My stomach can handle a little bit of Taco Bell here and there. My stomach can handle some spicy shit. My stomach can handle expired dairy okay not a big deal not a big deal so uh yeah the webmd says my stomach is shutting down my body i'm gonna die if i've i've butthole cancer well, okay it's fine whatever uh I'll, i won't i won't let it happen again but we only made it 39 days so if if we were taking bets if any of you guys in your fantasy butthole league were taking bets on if i would shit my pants over or under 100 days in the year we only made it to 39 days i think maybe Maybe it could be. This happened on a Thursday. 
on a Wednesday, the Wednesday, the day before that, I um I went to eat ramen, authentic ramen, right? They they make the broth. The broth has to cook for 24 hours. Then they get the the pork belly that's rolled into a perfect little thing. They fucking torch it on the edge. They get the the, the special mushrooms and they put it all together and it looks great. They serve it to me. It doesn't look the way it's supposed to look, all right? Everything's supposed to be bunched in a certain place. Presentation is key. I eat it all, and uh, I feel fine. I got the extra spicy one. Everything was all good, um, but I felt like maybe maybe something weird's happening. So right after I got done with the ramen, I went to this pool hall. We went in there, had a fucking corona. Didn't want to play pool. Everyone in there was underage, fucking annoying. I hate being in a place that serves alcohol when there's also 15-year-olds around. I don't know why that's a thing. But I feel like I shouldn't be there. I feel like there should be a separation of adults and kids. I, If I'm at the bar playing pool, I want to look to my left, see a fucking grumpy old man with a beard. I want to look to my right, see a fucking old-ass iron worker. I want to look over there, see some weird, cracked-out, weird, skinny dude who, who has another, also a beard. But I was in this pool hall called QDs, and it was nothing. Nothing but 15-year-old kids playing pool. I thought it was so weird. But uh, the reason I bring that up is because I immediately had to shit. I went in there, took a long-ass fucking 15-minute shit in a child-friendly establishment. It was awful. And that was that was my warning. That was my warning that within the next 24 hours, I will be shitting my pants. And I didn't, I didn't trust it. I didn't go with my gut. <laughs> I did, the gut. There's a, there's a joke in there. I didn't go with my gut. The gut... It leads the way for the rest of the butt. The, but, the gut leads the butt. That if, as my great grandma once said, the gut leads the butt, and it did. So, uh, so that happened. Whatever. Speaking of food, and uh, speaking of interesting ways to poop, I went to a barbecue last week on Saturday. It was a potluck. So my friend has a really nice big backyard. He has a pool that they drain. They drain it uh, for half the year. You know, whenever it's not summer, they drain it. So you can go skateboarding in the in the, in the the pool. You know, I can't do it. It's too big, you know. But the other guys there can do it. The young, I save that for the young guys and the old guys. Me in the middle, no no swimming pool skateboarding. I skated this mini ramp, a nice barbecue setup. I always bring my dog. My dog loves it over there. There's other dogs, and he loves them. And they all get along. Actually, actually, dogs are funny, right? I go to my buddy Ward's house. His dogs, he has two dogs. He has one uh, yellow lab, and then he has one chihuahua. And they're both nice and happy, always happy dogs. And they love my dog. My dog goes over there. They play with each other. They sniff each other. They try to hump each other. The little dog bites him on his armpits and bites him on his little penis, and he, he gets mad at the little dog, and the little dog runs away. But they're all actually friends. They they, they look at each other. They hang out with each other. They, they lead each other around. They go on little adventures together. But... When I take my dog to this other dude's house, his dog looks at my dog, my dog looks at that dog, and then they just walk, they just go their separate ways. They have zero interest in each other at all. They don't even, they don't want to sniff. They don't want to be, look at each other. They, literally, they don't even make eye contact. No one growls. They just simply ignore each other. So I think, I think that's interesting how dogs are. Um, I also think it's a good thing that uh, my dog's not aggressive towards other dogs most of the time. And I, I feel like that's because I, I helped train that into him. A lot of people are like, yeah, you can't change the dog's personality. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm sure you can't. You know, if, if a dog's bred to be super vicious, probably not. But I, 
I, my, my dog used to go nuts on our, on our daily walks. We would walk past a backyard that has another dog. The two dogs can smell each other. And there's like a gate where you can kind of see, like, you can just see a little crack and then you can see just the nose of another dog. My dog used to go nuts, barking, jerking, biting. And then I used to give him a, give him a little bitch. Quit fucking doing that. You want to get in trouble? I'm a, I'll beat your fucking ass. And he goes, Oh, what did I do? Oh, what are you, what are you, what are you, looking, what are you looking at me for? And he, he plays dumb and then we go on with our walk. I did that for the first like two years of his life. Now he never does it. Now we walk past those other dogs. We walk past the dogs. He, lo- he looks at them. He looks at me. And he just keeps walking. And it, it's, it's perfect. It's nice. I feel like I helped that happen. Now I'm not saying that if he wasn't on a leash, he might not act impulsively. Sure, maybe. But I feel like I've done a little bit to make him into a, a better dog. Anyways, we're at this potluck. I, every time I go there, I bring hot wings. I air fry these wings, which, by the way, takes fucking forever. You deep fry some wings, 12 minutes. Air fry some wings, an hour? Holy fuck. I put them in there for 20 minutes at 380. I look at them still. It's raw. It's fucking raw. Turn them upside down. Put in there another fucking 20 minutes. Fucking raw. Put in for another 10 minutes. Fucking raw. Put in for another fucking 10 minutes. Then it's finally perfect. Next thing I know, it's it's fucking Thursday. I missed the whole barbecue. Anyways, I get the fucking, I get the wings going. I get the, the spiciest sauce I can possibly make, right? I got uh, the Frank's Red Hot. I throw in some butter. I throw in some spices, some dry, fresh cracked um, uh, ghost pepper, like just just powdered ghost pepper. Like they dehydrate the pepper. And then I put it in this this cracker, the grinder, grind it up, ghost pepper on there. Then I get the hottest sauces I have. Uh, one is like Dave's Insanity, Carolina Reaper. Put a couple of dollops of that on there. Okay, cool. Taste it. Okay, it's very hot. Uh, what else do I got? Put a couple more dollops. One more ghost pepper. Taste it. Oh, that's really hot. A couple more dollops. Then I get. I finally get. I'm like, oh, my eyes are watering. Like this is really hot. Coughing. Right. It's as it simmers. It sends the gas into the air. I'm like, <laughs> coughing. Put it on the wings. Show up there. And someone mentioned this to me the other day. So there's some. There's some places and some groups of people, like subcultures or, or just categories of people, where you walk into a party with that plate of wings, and I have a note on it. It says, extremely spicy, don't touch your eyes, don't touch a dog, don't touch a dick, and then in parentheses, don't touch a dog's dick. And then uh, I, if when someone, well, there are certain groups of people when they see that, right? You bring that to a, a Magic the Gathering tournament, everyone's going to look at each other and go, that's not such a very good idea, Tommy. I don't think we should eat that one, Tommy. You bring that shit to a group of skateboarders, everyone goes, oh, it's the hottest shit I've ever had? Fuck it. I'll eat two immediately. One, two. And then, you know, a minute later, they're like, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. I, I cruise in there. I, I got hot wings. They're really fucked up. They're going to hurt you. Like, be careful. Everyone goes, fuck it. Let me get, let me get some. They, the, the whole, everyone stops skating. Everyone stops skating and just cruises over, and, and it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy that I, that I contributed to, like, the, the barbecue. Because imagine being that fucking weirdo that brings macaroni salad. And then two hours into the barbecue, you look over your macaroni salad. No one's even taking a bite. Everyone's avoiding it. People look at it. They put their hand near it and go, oh, fuck. Ugh. I almost thought that was mac and cheese. Ugh. Ugh. No, that's a potluck. Jeez, not a funeral. And then they walk away. And then whoever brought that dish is like like, like dying inside. Like one single tear goes down their eyes. I I like that when I cruise over there, the, the wings are gone. Within 10 minutes, they're all, they've all been eaten. 
and everyone, and you can tell who ate one too. That's also my favorite part. You can tell, I go inside to get the dog settled and introduce myself and say, hey, you know, uh, I haven't been here in a while. How, how's the wife and kids? You know, when I come back out, I come out, I see three people on the ground dying. I see one person crying with his eyes watering. I see, I see a bunch of girls laughing at their boyfriend. <laughs> you fucking idiot. He fucking ate one. He fucking ate, told, I told him not to. He fucking ate one. <laughs> and then I come out and I go, yes, chaos, destruction. I did this. I look down, the wings are gone. And I, I give myself a pat on the back. I say, thank God. Thank God for me. Now, now, now the second order of business. Everyone, everyone who just ate, no touching dogs, dicks. And then three people go, damn it. Fuck. (laughs) I was just about to. (laughs) So the barbecue was a, was a great success. Everyone loved my hot wings. It made me feel valuable. I want to do more stuff like that. And it's, it's nice because it's such an easy thing to make. You know, although it is time consuming, it's easy to make. I'm not going in there with a beef Wellington that, that I had to cook for fucking six hours. So it was great, man. And also when I say the wings were deadly hot, they're not hot enough to really hurt you. Okay, I've, I've had some wings in my day. I've had some sauces in my day where it's created to physically hurt you. These wings, everything in them is pretty much natural. Um, you're going to have a hot mouth for a for. 10 minutes and then you're gonna have a hot hot butt maybe if that affects you so no one's no one's actually getting hurt but i loved it speaking of getting hurt at the very same barbecue i got on the skateboard for my first time like barely of the year did some mini ramp tricks sliding around i saw some chick do a backflip on roller skates that was kind of neat so i'm just grinding around i do a blunt fakie i hell shit man maybe my buddy can film it i get a cool trick filmed i fall down my knee i hit my knee really hard so uh I hit my knee one time, boom, knocked all the skin off my knee. I complained about it for the rest of the day. Come back home, I put a Band-Aid on it, and I'm like, okay, cool. This Band-Aid is on my knee. I feel better. Some lidocaine, some some alcohol, you know, burns. Oh, it's burning. Oh, no. Put the Band-Aid on, and uh, I'm not a particularly hairy guy, but there's a couple of hairs on my knee. So the next day, the next day I go to uh, to take this Band-Aid off to, you know, to clean my wound. You know, it's a Band-Aid turned red already. It's, you know, my knee was bleeding. I go in there. I take. I try to take the Band-Aid off. I can't do it. It's 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 the it's the most horrible pain ever taking this Band-Aid off. I got I got a, a a bruise all the way down to my bone, covered in blood. But no, no, no. The knee doesn't hurt at all. The Band-Aid. The pulling of the Band-Aid and ripping out each one of my little thin hairs one at a time. I'm like ah. Ugh. I get it one millimeter off. It's the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. I get I get the other side off just a little bit. I'm like, oh, what do I do? I go get some lidocaine. I'm like, okay, let me put lidocaine on the Band-Aid so I can maybe take this Band-Aid off. Lidocaine will numb your skin a little bit. I do that. Still extreme pain. I go take a shower. I'm like, okay, maybe if it's wet, maybe if it's wet, I can do it. So I, I peel off a little bit. Then I grab the hair. I secure the hair. Then I peel it off a little bit more. Grab it. Peel it off a little bit more. Grab it. Peel off a little bit more. And they say... A lot of things in life, you just got to do it, right? You just got to do it. Just rip the Band-Aid off. Just rip the Band-Aid off. You know what? It's going to hurt, but it'll hurt less if you just rip the Band-Aid off. They say that all the time. But no, no. I slowly took the Band-Aid off. Slowly, slowly. Worst pain of my life. And the reason I bring that story up is because I finally understand, after taking off this Band-Aid off of my knee, I finally understand what childbirth must be like for women. I find I, they say you could never understand when I took that bandaid off. Now 
I know what, what the women, the women of earth are doing, what they're going through. And lucky, lucky for them, you know, they have nine months to prepare. It's, it's worse for me. I just hurt my knee yesterday. I hurt, I only had one day to mentally prepare for the pain of childbirth. And then I had to go through it alone. I had no one's hand, no, no local anesthetic other than the lidocaine. No, no, no doctor talking me through it, right? No life support. No, no, no one, no one, no epidural ready for me. Nope. Just, just me and the bandaid, just me by myself. And I finally, I finally understand kudos, kudos to all the, all the women out there who are, uh, who are going through that. I, I not, listen, I stand with you. I stand with you and I understand how it feels. So, so kudos to you. Um, speaking of children, I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day, but, um, I was thinking about ring pops, you know, the little pop that goes on your, it's like it's shaped like a ring and it goes on your hand and then you suck on it. And I thought about who fucking invented that and why, who's, who's putting pedophiles in charge of making children's candy is my question. Cause then last night, the other thing came up. There's one called like a baby bottle pop where like, it's like a little nipple that you put like candy on and you suck the nipple. Who's ma- who's sexualizing kids candies and why? Also, also, first off, not only are you, your weird ass is sucking on something in the middle of school, <laughs> sucking on your weird fucking ring. Also, it's by like, is that not weird? Kids, what, what, what are they doing? Who's marketing all this, all this porn to children, all sexual, everything's shaped, shaped sexually. Okay. Also, not sanitary. Okay. Not sanitary. Especially kids, right? They're, I feel like kids are always around sand. I feel like sand, sand and kids, like, it's just always together. And they sand getting on it. Kids are always sneezing and it's like, it's like slobbering and shit. <laughs> on your ring pop, sand on it. Right? Fucking asbestos coming in the air. You go scratch your butt. Ring pop goes in your butt, comes out. And it's, oh, it's still good. You want you want to try it? I'll try it. You're sharing your ring pop with your friends? Jesus Christ. I, if it was up to me, if I was president, banned. Ring pops would be banned. The creator would be in fucking prison. It's just such a, such a nasty food. Why do people do that? Anyways. That was my topic. Yeah, I, I saw I saw a ring pop and immediately thought, uh, why? What's wrong with them? Why do they do that? They should stop. Uh, last night, I know uh, you guys know I kind of fancy myself a bit of a scientist. Kind of, right? You guys know that I'm very extremely intelligent. <laughs> okay, hold on. Before, before I talk about how smart I am, let's do a, a trivia giveaway. All right, would you guys like to win a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack? Would you like to win the stickers for yourself? You can win them. They can be yours. All you have to do is answer this question correctly, and it has to do with the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is coming up in, what, a couple days. By the time this podcast comes out on uh, Sunday, it will be the day of the Super Bowl. So here is the question. What was the score of the last Super Bowl. You don't have to tell me who won. You don't have to name any of the players. What was the score? I'm sure a lot of you guys remember. Uh, I'm not really a, a sports fan. Uh, I'm, I'm a football fan, really. I watch hockey. But someone put it to me like this the other day. I'm not really a hockey fan. I'm a Las Vegas Golden Knights fan. You could attach anything to a, to a Las Vegas blank, and I'm going to be a fan of it. I'm just a fan of anything Las Vegas like sports-related. I'm not a fan of the sports. So what was the score 
of the last year's Super Bowl. Oh, Grizzly says 38-35. He is the winner. The Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35. The field goal kicking Philadelphia. The garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. That was that was a ridiculous movie on Disney Channel. Uh, I hope that none of you have ever seen it because it's god-awful. Uh, OG Grizzly is... The winner. What was I talking about? Oh, I'm not a fan of like sports. I go to these Super Bowl parties and barbecues for the food. I love the food over there. Here's what happens. I'm going to go to my buddy Ward's house on Sunday. They're going to have a TV in the living room. They're going to have a TV in the garage. They're going to have a TV in the backyard so that everyone can kind of wander around. I'm going to be wherever there's the least amount of people. So I'll probably be in the backyard because I can play with my dogs or my dog and the other dogs. I'll probably be in the backyard. I won't be watching the game. I don't really care who wins. Uh, I'll probably make a crazy prop bet. Uh, I think it might have been Cam or somebody in the chat mentioned the other day that one year that uh, you could bet if there would be a safety, and then that was the year there was a safety in the Super Bowl. I'll probably make a couple of ridiculous like $1, like 50 to 1 bets. I'll probably bet exact score. You know, I'll, I'll look at what, what the exact scores are. I'll probably bet, fuck, I don't know, like 42 to fucking 30. Six, six, I don't know. I'll, I'll figure out like something that's like divisible by seven. I'll come up with something. But other than that, I don't care who wins. I go there for the food. Now, speaking of food, there was a, uh, there's a question in the universe about something that we all truly love. And this question had not yet been answered by modern science. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to do something about that. I'm going to step in on my own, funded by my own my own money, and I will find out the answer to this question that the, the universe, they, they just have not yet solved. So I went to McDonald's. I ordered two spicy McChickens, one of them with mayo, the other one without mayo. And instead of mayo, I put Big Mac sauce, which is kind of like Thousand Island. No one yet knew which one would be better. But I put my own body on the line, and I ate the, I, listen, I first, I did this live on stream, you guys can check the work, I first ate the one with mayonnaise, which by the way, I don't know, I don't know the, I don't know where minimum wage is at right now, but I think it should be lowered, because the act of putting the mayonnaise onto the bun was far too complicated for whoever was in charge of that task, it was far too complicated, they, they, Maybe I should have been more specific. I should have said, hey, excuse me, when I when I get the McChicken, if it wouldn't be too much trouble, perhaps if you could, sir or madame, perhaps evenly spread the mayonnaise on the bun. Or or, or, or if that's too much to ask, I'm sorry. Perhaps, perhaps you can do what you usually do and squirt only the left side of the bun, most of it landing on the paper. I, that, that's what I'd prefer. You know what? Forget I said anything. Just Just spray the paper. Spray the paper, avoid the sandwich altogether with the mayonnaise, and close it up. You know, and forget I said anything. You know, I, I, I'll be around. I'll be on window one. I'll, I'm going to give you a tip. I'm sorry for even. I'm sorry to pry. Excuse me. So, anyways, they gave me a fucked up disaster of a mayonnaise sandwich. Mayonnaise literally on the side. Anyways, I bite it. I go, mmm, that is nice. That is a nice tasting sandwich. Then the moment of truth. I get the one with mac sauce. I open it up. It indeed had. Mac sauce, which that was my first fear, was that I maybe made the order too complicated. I get the mac sauce on there. I bite it. 
and you're not going to believe this. You're not going to believe this. It tasted like a chicken sandwich with mac sauce. It didn't it didn't add to the flavors. It wasn't it wasn't what it was hyped up to be. The world had been asking if that would indeed make it better. Now we have one more final question. Um would it taste better if you added mayonnaise and mac sauce? Would it taste better? And I already have the answer to that. The answer is no because they charge an extra 40 cents. They charge 40 fucking cents to add mac sauce i think i think it's a processing fee for their brains to process the no mayonnaise i don't think they actually charge you for like for how much the sauce is it's a processing fee where their brain literally has to process how to undo mayonnaise and then and then like turn off the mayonnaise side of the brain and turn on the mac sauce side of the brain so that's worth an extra 40 cents for these geniuses How often do I spend, like, how many hours a week do I spend just shitting on fast food workers? I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're, if you are one. If you are, if you are a fast food worker and you're watching my podcast, you deserve better. I, I'm telling you right now, you are built for better things than where you are right now because I, you wouldn't even need the processing fee. I, I feel like if you, you, me to you, the viewer, the, the podcast host to the viewer, I'm talking directly to you. If, if you're, if you're out there, you deserve better. You, your brain, you could easily, you could easily put Mac sauce on, on a McChicken. Easily. You, you wouldn't even have to think about it. And that's why I know that you're built for, for bigger and better things. Maybe Carl's Jr. Or, or, or Taco Bell. Ta- now, that's, that's something to shoot for. Taco Bell never fucks up my order. They've never fucked it up, not even once. You want to know why? People like you. Um, yeah, so I had the, the two McChickens. It didn't add any flavor at all. Just totally average. Uh, would not recommend it. You know, I make the mistakes so you don't have to. Okay. And, uh, I don't know if it was the McDonald's or not, but I had a really, I had a questionable poop this morning. It was questionable. It was not bright yellow. It was just it, something about it just didn't, it just wasn't right. It wasn't right. All right. So I have a news article. We haven't talked about the news for a while, but I came across this article. Las Vegas Sphere Climber claims attorneys will get charges dismissed. This is the wrong article. Las Vegas man arrested for destroying property after climbing the sphere. The sphere is this big sphere. <laughs> it's a big circular thing. Hey, listen, fast food workers, stop, stop watching. This is going to get really complicated. It's a big circular thing. It's like a ball. <laughs> Have you seen a basketball? Same shape. And it's it's huge. It's like fucking 20 stories tall. And there's LED lights on the outside of it. And it can make faces and play videos and shit. So anyways, this guy who uh, he climbs things. I don't know. Some, he, okay, let's, let's read. Let's read. I don't, I don't want to explain it. I'll just read it. Las Vegas police have arrested the man seen climbing the sphere on Wednesday morning. Fox 5 has confirmed. My, my son? My son. Mason? Oh my God. We should have known he was going to be a weirdo. My son... Mason, I'm going to say Mason. Mason DeChamps, also known as, quote, pro-life Spider-Man, is the individual who climbed the sphere. According to police, police, he is facing charges of destruction of property and conspiracy to destroy private property. Uh, he planned the climb to raise awareness for the pro-life nonprofit uh, company called Let Them Live. A spokesperson for the nonprofit told Fox 5 that DeChamps is a professional climber 
from Las Vegas. <laughs> He's a professional skateboarder from the from the San San Francisco Bay Area. <laughs> He's a professional climber from Las Vegas and a pro life activist who's done scaling stunts like this around the world to raise money for quote women in crisis, which is also what I did yesterday with the band aid. I, I, I took the Band-Aid off. And I, I'm not, if anyone knows about women in crisis, it's me. A press release from the nonprofit reads, while half a million football fans arrive in Las Vegas for Super Bowl... Fuck, I, I don't know this number. Wait, what Super Bowl is it? Uh, should I guess? <clears throat> L's got to be like 20, right? 25, 26, 27, 28. Let's say 28. What is it? What is it? L. L could be 50. 55, 56, 57. I'm going to say 58. Can anyone tell me what... Is it 58? Can, can someone let me know? Anyways, <laughs> genius tries to figure out Roman numerals. The champs wants to shake the public, shake the public, into caring about the fate of unborn children in our country. So here's my thing. I Here's my opinion. I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not. But when I when I read stories about people like this, here's what I think. I think this guy was going to climb buildings no matter what. I think when he sees shit from when he's a child to an adult, he's a professional climber, they say. I think he's just going to climb shit. And uh, he was going to climb the sphere. They said he already climbed the Aria here in Las Vegas. He climbed some shit in other countries. He climbs shit. He's a climber. I feel like he was going to climb that fucker from the day that it got built. He went, I'm climbing that. But he's like, well, how can I climb it and have people care? I got to I gotta have like a... a, a a message and it can't just be look at me i'm a good climber it has to be some type of message he goes okay well how can i get a message where everyone's gonna like me and he goes oh well americans you know people on earth just people in general they disagree about everything they're, they're never on the same page as anything what can i pick that people talk about a lot okay well maybe i could climb for joe biden nah that's stupid maybe i could climb for racism ah uh, nah uh what I climb for? And then he rips a band-aid off of his leg and he goes, fuck! Women! Abortion! I'm climbing for abortion! And then he starts climbing. And I feel like he just stuck with that the whole time. I don't know. I'm sure that he, you know, believes that, you know, in whatever his abortion cause is. I'm sure that he really cares about it. But I don't think... A cu- couple things. Couple things. Number one, I think he was going to climb that fucker no matter what. Number two, I don't think anyone woke up today, looked at the news and said, you know what? I need to cancel my abortion on Wednesday because that guy climbed. That guy climbed to the top of the sphere and I am so impressed by his climbing that suddenly I don't want to have an abortion. Climbing has now made me change my mind about abortion. I don't think anyone on earth has ever said anything like that. And I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that, that it's meaningless. I just... Not to be a douche, right? I don't want to be a douche like vegans or anything like that. But whenever someone's like, yeah, I'm a vegan. I'm saving the animals. I think to myself, I don't think you are. I don't think any animals are being saved by you. I, I get it. If, if, half of, if half of the world stopped eating meat, sure. I think maybe the factories would stop slaughtering cows. Sure. But you're not half the world. You're just you. And I don't want to. I don't want to get into like a your vote doesn't count thing. And I, I know it's all about like, like you should, you should stand, stand by your beliefs. I understand that. But I think we should also sometimes, sometimes we should just just work with me now. We should maybe look at ourselves like ants. 
You know what I mean? Like we're just ants crawling around the earth, just a little ant. And if you, if, if one ant decides he doesn't want to eat leaves, he only wants to eat grass, that's cool. None of the other ants are, are affected. Also, if one of those ants gets squished by me or my dog goes outside and squishes the ant, the rest of the, the rest of the hive, they don't eat, they don't care. They're not affected. I feel like if, when, when someone thinks I climbed this building, so my opinion is worth something. I feel like that's the most extreme narcissism versus me. I go outside every day. I go, I'm a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. I'm just a bug. I, and I, I'm not saying that everyone should think like that, but I'm, I'm bringing you guys into how I think. I'm just a bug crawling around earth until I inevitably die. N- nothing I climb, will, no one will ever care. Uh, my, my little funny opinions, no one's ever going to give a fuck about my little opinions. No matter if I'm climbing, skateboarding, doing backflips, screaming, protesting, it's, I'm just a fucking person. So I feel like pro-life Spider-Man, maybe his heart's in the right place. You know, he wants to save children, I guess, or, or, or help women in crisis. Cool. Um, not to be condescending or a douche. You want to help women in crisis? Go work in a crisis center. That way you can actually be helping them. Climbing up and down this shit and getting all your little clicks and your little views and making money for yourself. I, I don't know. I, I don't think it's helping. But who the fuck cares? What do I know? I will tell you this, though. I did get inspired to cancel my abortion. No, I mean, I did get inspired because now this made me want to go out and climb a tree. Although I was going to go, I was going to climb a tree anyways. We talked about this on stream a few days ago. I want to do a, a stream where I go out to a park, set up my little camera and I climb a tree. In my old age, bring back the memories of, of being a boy. There was a time before Fortnite. There was a time before Minecraft. There's a time before, oh, do you have any games on your phone? Where people went outside, they climbed fucking trees. And I'm not saying, I'm not old man Steve going back in time telling everybody to climb some damn trees. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying for nostalgia, I'm going to go climb a tree. And this guy climbing, I feel like he, I feel like, you know what it is? I said on my stream on like Tuesday that I'm going to go climb some trees. This guy heard my stream, hijacked the idea for abortion. Fuck you. Fucking stealing ideas. Anyways, yeah. Maybe later in this week, um, I'll climb a tree. You guys can watch me dislocate my hip. <laughs> can you imagine? I'll be on like the streaming fails page. Like guy climbs tree, falls. He he shouldn't have done that in the first place. Turns out he's he really he's okay with abortion too. Can you believe it? <laughs> That's what I should do. I should go climb trees and just be have my shirt just be like, I'm okay with abortion. Ah, who cares? I'm not, I, I, it's not something I have to really like personally worry about. That, not not my abortion, not my problem. That would be my shirt, and I'll just go climb the trees. Who cares? <laughs> you, th- you think they'd put me on the news? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, movies. I watched a movie this week. Um, the movie Fury. It had uh, Brad Pitt, I think, and it had... Uh, Shia LaBeouf and some other guys movie about these guys that are in like World War II and they're they're in a tank and they're blowing up people in the tank kind of a corny kind of a corny uh corny movie uh pretty good like war movie I guess but kind of corny I liked it I think if you guys like war movies I think you should definitely check it out there's no parts of it that are boring I've seen the movie before but never from start to finish and watching it from start to finish I think was a great 
a great uh, use of my time, right? I, I watch so many movies that are complete trash. I will tell you this. The dialogue, generally, was pretty good. And that's the first thing I start talking shit on in these, these movies. I tried to watch this show called Louder Milk. It, it, it reads like it was written by a 14-year-old, like, woman trying to be a comedian. It's fucking terrible. I'm, I'm hating on everybody today, aren't I? I mean, just, just going in on fast food workers and women. It's just hating. I mean, I'm spicy today. Ooh, I'm a spicy boy. Um, anyways, not 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 talking shit on on women writers or comedians. I'm just saying, the show Loudermilk. The writing is so fucking garbage. Um, don't watch it. I, I if you if you ha- if you're dumb, maybe check it out. If if it, if, it's, if it comes down between Fury and Loudermilk, if you have Netflix, watch Fury. Okay, war movie, war movie, good dialogue. It was great. F U R Y Fury. Um. It's cool. These guys, they, there's there's a lot of like uh, like explosions, a lot of gore, a lot of uh, a lot of killing, a lot of stabbing and shit, a lot of stabbing, shooting, bodies exploding. It's pretty good. Highly recommend uh, Fury. And I kind of it's it's been out for a long time. This movie's probably been out for like five, ten years. So uh, I, I probably should have seen it earlier, but I didn't. And if you guys haven't seen it, I recommend it. Go ahead and give me a hell yeah, because that is all I have to say today. If you won the stickers, send me a DM after the podcast with your uh, name and address. If you won previously, I know I need to get some stickers to Paul. I need to get some stickers to Grizzly. Get them to everybody. If you missed the first half of the podcast, don't worry. The repeat of the podcast comes out on Sunday, just in time for Super Bowl, right? When, when you're getting ready, when you're making that that jalapeno dip, you're making that queso, throw on the podcast, listen to me. Uh, comes out on Sundays, on iTunes, on Podbean, on Spotify, on iTunes. Uh, I don't know if anyone donated today because my Streamlabs is broken. So if you did, thank you. I usually would love to shout everyone out, like personally, but my, my alert thing is broken on both computers. So I don't know... If the website is down or what's going on, I, I can't get alerts right now. So if you did donate, thank you for that. If you did not donate, then you're a piece of shit. Piece of fucking shit. No, I'm, I'm joking. If you did not donate, you can still support the podcast by telling a friend. Tell your friend about the podcast. That would be great. Shout out to iBookBoy, O Grizzly, Cam702, Keith, Skates, Salmon, Tuna, Chovy. OG Cybermac, Piggy Malone, Oh Grizzly, iBook Boy, Cybermac, Paul Miranda. I appreciate all you guys for being here. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Be careful out there on Super Bowl. Everyone's gonna be driving drunk and acting crazy. Stay safe. Eat some eat some unhealthy foods. And I hope whatever team you want to win, I hope they win. And if you have any uh sports bets, you can join my Discord. There's a live sports section where you can tell me where you made your football bets and shit. So uh So let me know. Have a great weekend. As I always say, don't drink too much, but don't drink too little. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Ninja Lifestyle. Today I'm going to climb this tree because I don't give a fuck about abortion. (laughs) Make sure to subscribe.